and welcome to this week's edition of the Getting Ahead Podcast by David Mark Shaw. Your weekly podcast on all things digital, technology, and what it means to you, the small business owner. We will have super smart guests and actionable insights each and every week to help you get ahead. Hi there, and welcome to another edition of the Getting Ahead podcast with me, David Shaw. Now, this week, we've got a really special guest. We've got Dave McRobbie, a digital strategist from IA Digital, a leading agency down in Bournemouth, um, who are doing some fantastic things in digital. And um, we wanted to bring him in this week to have a little bit of a chat. We've had lots of chats offline, and we just thought it'd be really good to get the, the microphone going, get the recording going, and, uh, and have a chat about all things digital. So, uh, first and foremost, welcome to the show, Dave. Thanks, Dave. Two Daves. Yeah, yeah. Thank you, Dave. Um, <laughs> lovely to be here. Good, good, good. So, um, as we've chatted before, Dave, what I thought we'd talk about today is um, we have some really interesting conversations about um, digital and where it's all headed and, and who's doing what and, and that kind of stuff. And so um, the topic of conversation today was going to be around digital transformation um, and how... I refer to it sort of in the high school sex sort of side in the sense that um, everyone seems to be talking about it, but who's actually doing it? Who's really doing it? So, um, so digital transformation is one of those topics. It's a bit of a buzzword this year, Dave, do you not think? Definitely. It, I, I, I like the high school sex analogy. I, 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 can, I can definitely say it, I often talked about it, but absolutely nothing happened um, at all for me. But, um, <laughs> So, so yeah, yeah. The word transformation is um, every client we speak to, and every client I work with, uh, I can guarantee within any of their documentation or within any of their senior management uh, uh, kind of uh, discussions with me, um, the word transformation comes up at least <laughs> at least three or four times. And and when I, when I go back and say, okay, cool, what do you mean by transformation? Inevitably, when I'm talking to them face to face, I get a pretty, a pretty blank look. As much to say, "Will you tell me?" <laughs> so, yeah, it's a very popular at the moment. Absolutely, and and it's and it is. It's 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 just one of those words that have been sort of floating around for the last sort of twelve months or so, and everyone seems to be thinking that this is what we've got to be doing. And ultimately, digital transformation is is sort of this moving from the old ways of, of doing marketing into this sort of new realm. But I, I wonder if there's a bit being much made of it. And in actual fact, this is like we said before we sort of hit record, this is just sales and marketing. I think it is. I think one of the... I, the digital world has pretty much transformed, as I know you've spoken about on the podcast before, has pretty much changed the way people behave, full stop. People buy, people review, people uncover information in lots of different ways that they just weren't doing five, ten years ago, and certainly not even three or four months ago. And this this word transformation isn't isn't necessarily something that's that's just happened. It, it's more of an evolution, I think. So so if you can imagine the way I look at it is the first the first websites that that came stumbling, blinking into the light about. Well, twenty years ago now, they were they were just the starting point of of where we are now, and and uh, transformation is not so much um, going from uh, 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 a, a one one st- 
straightforward and boring website to suddenly the most interactive, most lauded website in the universe. It's, 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 it's small steps that encourage, engage, and pretty much deliver to your users, to your customers, to your clients, whatever you want to call them, um, the service they want and the service they require. And, and where sales and marketing comes on that, on top of that is it's just using these tools. It's using these digital tools in a much more um, uh, considered and a much more, and a much freer way, like we spoke about earlier, that, that marketeers and sales directors and sales executives now are kind of taking control. They're taking control of this, this evolutionary process and they're driving the way technology and, and digital solutions are being, are being developed, I think. Um, and that, that's a change in the landscape. So it's not so much a transformation, oh, I think, because I think transformation could be one of these little buzzwords that a bit, <laughs> a bit like, because I'm old, a bit like year 2K, you know? Remember that all them years ago? So um, <laughs> this transformation word's getting best about it. It's more of, a, it's more of an evolution. But, but where the change is, is, is it's been sales and marketing-led now as opposed to technology-led, I think. No, I think you're absolutely right. And I've mentioned it before that um, my personal belief is that that the, what transformation has done and what this changing the buying process has, has, has happened is um, where previously, obviously, the information was all with the, with the organisations, it was with the salespeople, and it was all about this sort of extraction method mm-hmm. of how much the, the consumer could get from, how much information they could get from the salesperson without necessarily having to commit you know, too much in terms of whether it be you know, a commitment or revenue, whatever it might well be. But it's, and it's now this... As consumers, we now expect to find every answer to every question anywhere online, and we sort of the, the tables have turned in that sense. And it's it's now it's also this now as we mentioned again previously, um, how much technology is coming into us. So sales and marketing seems to be merging now. As as we've you know the, that that seventy percent figure gets banded around everywhere. Seventy percent of the buying process takes place online before a salesperson is engaged. But now there's so much technology coming into it now, where audience uh, audiences and attention Attention in particular is 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 it's just spread everywhere across across so many platforms, both online and online. Yeah, I think you're right. The, the one the one thing I I mean I, I did a, I did a talk um, oh goodness about three or four months ago now, and, and and it was fundamentally based around one of the biggest step changes, and, and, and this has been jointly led, it kind of contradicts what I said a wee while ago, but it, it's been jointly led by sales, marketing professionals, and technology is, is, the, web, is, is, the, is the way the web has changed our behaviour, and, and likewise the way we've kind of integrated the web in our everyday lives. You know, we could be, 10 years ago, you had to go to a computer or, to use the web. So you had to physically and mentally switch off from a task you were doing and go to the go to the web go to the computer maybe not 10 years ago maybe maybe 15 um, so you had to change your behavior um, very explicitly to go to interact with the web and and so you could, you could even diarize it you know i'm going to use the internet between one and two this day and, and you have to go to your, you went to your big desktop machine and you browsed went through your modem and browsed the web but now the web is you know the, the usual one is you're preparing a meal, you're looking at your your, your recipe on your phone, you've got your your kids um, looking at uh, doing their homework, maybe you're using their tablet to use their, to do their homework, and and you're having a conversation at the same time. So you're completing lots of little small tasks as part of your day to day 
life. You're not having to go to the computer to explicitly do something. The computer, in effect, is coming to you. Mm. And because it's coming to you, you're able to chunk it. You're able to do small pieces of, you know, look at a recipe. Right, done. I've done that now. Now I'm going to check a train time for tomorrow. Right, I've done that now. Now I'm going to check the weather for tomorrow. All on my mobile phone. Whereas before you would have to go and go to your computer and do this. So that's the biggest evolutionary, or call it transformation if you want. That's the biggest change that that the web, technology, and sales and marketing have have influenced people's lives, and and that's that's that that's more and more um, uh, relevant now. I think it, 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 than it was even three or four years ago because sales and marketers can push information to people in a way that fits in their lives. Quick, small, concise pieces of information on a mobile phone. Quick, small, concise task completions on a mobile phone. You know, it's all very, very focused around the user rather than the user having to come to come to a desktop PC and click on an advert or click on a link. So that's one of the that's one of the big changes I think. It is. No, you're absolutely right. You know, and, and you mentioned there a couple of things that are interesting. You know, sort of like you say, previously with desktops, you know, you'd almost schedule by an hour, but even internet connectivity was charged. You know, per hour. You know, originally with sort of the AOL sort of pricing. <laughs> so and it's crazy to think, you know, that, that you know you did you'd block out you know hours or you know buy 15 minute chunks. You know, it's, it's how much the world has changed in such a short space of time, and and it very much it seems to be now geared around mobile. You're right, and but also that time constraint of that short sweet bits of instant on-demand information is what any modern day consumer in a b2c or b2b environment will now sort of demand it's what's it's what's expected but so my next sort of question you're right yeah yeah my next question is sort of geared around um so businesses today both you know small and medium and even larger organizations where do you think the real challenges lie today? Why, why is it taking um, you know, so long for businesses to, um, to, to, to grasp this concept that the world has changed and the way consumers are, are, are buying has changed, yet so many organisations are still doing sales and marketing in the traditional ways, they're still hiring telesales staff and they're still you know, static websites that are very much driven about themselves um, they're not, you know, thinking of the consumer first. They're not very, you know, utility based. Where do you think the real challenge is? It is it the people at the top? Is it the uh, is it the business owners where they've built their businesses on these traditional methods and this sort of idea of transformation is it's maybe just not right for them? Or is it skill sets in the organisations or tra- even in the traditional roles? That is a great question, and oh, it's all of that. <laughs> my my, <coughs> I, I think there's there's. Probably there's three core components, and, and and I'll go through them, and then we can explore them a little bit more. I think I think one of the things is is that is that, and you touched on it. Businesses have been successful offline, um, and they forget that. Point one, um, uh, and I've got a really good example of a client of ours on, on that. The, the, the second one is that um, digital. You know, when companies move into the digital space and digital agencies, and obviously we're very different, <laughs> but digital agencies um, forget that uh, 95, probably more than that, 97% of people who use the web couldn't care less about digital, the digital space. They just want to get stuff done. They, they, they don't really care. They're not, they just want to get in, get what they need done, get what they need bought and get off and get on with their day because they've got far more important things to do than worry about 
the websites that are out there. Worry about even worry about what they look like. They just want to get things, get things finished. And I think the, what the, the third thing is this fear, this fear of failure in businesses that that by spending, you know. With your small enterprise, it could be five hundred pounds. If you're up to a large enterprise, it could be half a million, maybe five million. You know, the figures could be endless. There's a fear that they're spending money on something they can't physically touch and see. It's not like building a, a building a website is not building a, a wall or building a, 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 a shop. You can't physically you, you don't physically touch and feel something at the end of the process, and and, and that's a real real fear. And, I, and again, I've got a couple of examples on that where where people have taken a jump. Um, Perceived jump in their eyes and it's, it's proved dividends. So the first one I talked about was um, uh, successful businesses because the fact that these people are now looking to, to you know, let's take an example. Let's say a business is, is only now looking to really invest some money online. That means they've been incredibly successful offline, doesn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Um, uh, so, so they're doing something incredibly right. They're dealing their, with their customers in the right way. They're providing them with an excellent service. People love their service and people are coming back. So that's fantastic. So what small businesses and businesses in that situation need to do is they need to somehow replicate that online. And where agencies sometimes get confused or, or, or dismissive in some cases of that is they go, well, what you need to do is you need a social media account. You, you know, how many times have you said you need Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, blah, 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 blah. you need all this stuff. You need sliding, responsive designs. You need big, lovely buttons. You need great... Actually, no, what agencies need to do is they need to listen to the business and they need to go, right, what's made you successful offline? Let's take that experience, that customer service, that quality of products, whatever it is, and look to replicate it online. An example is we work with a big hotel chain. who They're now a big hotel chain. They weren't particularly big when we started working with them. They had a really successful business. They've been going 30, 40 years. Fundamentally, um, their, their senior management were thinking, we know we need to do this website thing, there's what their words in inverted mm-hmm. commas. Um, uh, but we're really good at what we do, and we're a bit nervous about it. Let's. Um, uh, I'm not sure. We're not sure this is going to work. So to cut a very long story short, they 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 did commit to it, which was great. Uh, and, and their turnover online went from because they were working online went from a quarter of a million pounds a month, and it's now 1.5 million a month. And and, and that was because they had very strong fantastic customer service and they had a fantastic product at the end of it it's no good having a great online service in this case booking a hotel room if when a user gets to the hotel the service is crap um, because then you are just there's, there's absolutely no benefit and there's no value in doing it doing a website or focusing on that particular channel so that's one example where if you've got a really successful business take what works well and has worked well offline and look to replicate that look to replicate that online and, and it's, it's remarkably overlooked and actually agencies like ours here we have a responsibility to appreciate and understand that and I'm not sure as you know Dave I'm not the biggest advocate sometimes of the digital agency space um, mm. and the way it behaves and, and, and I think we have a responsibility to say look you're a really successful business let's, let's take what you know you know your business and let's see if we can help you translate that into an online offering so that's one, um, that's one particular component of it. You know, the, the slightly, the slightly um, initially. You know, I'm not sure. You know, I'm, I'm not sure what the web's going to do for us. No, so absolutely. That's one. So the, the, 
But and that's what it's quite well. I'm sure you've got some experience. You've probably seen some experience of that yourself. Yeah, no, absolutely. And um, what I um, find, um, particularly sort of at an SME level, is um, sales and marketing directors who have been very successful over the last ten years using traditional sales and marketing methods and and there's absolutely nothing wrong with the way they've built their business they were they were relevant for the time um and and who's to say they're not relevant today if they're still working i think there's that's the element of it and now it's a case of they're being told you know digital is the way forward and of course as a as digital marketer myself i'm uh, of course i believe in, in a lot of these methods but i think it's for me it's that it's that fear in whether it's the if it's the CEO or the manager director or the sales and marketing director that the, the their skills and the way they've built their business up until today has done um, has got them where they are um, and particularly sort of the middle sort of managers you know where, that's how they've got to that position and now everyone's being told hey you've got to be on Twitter and you've got to be on Facebook you've got to be doing digital and and you know <laughs> and these buzzwords come out and and it's a case I can see why there's I can see why the actual um, the, the trend is, you know, that marketing is, or sorry, digital is not at the forefront of a lot of organisations, both small and large. I can see there's that we're in that sort of in between stage, that sort of purgatory where we're not, quite, you know, the the owners are not quite ready to have to change their mindset and change their business models. But I, there is an element, I think, of um, of danger in that because if they don't start embracing that, and I like the way you sort of done it, you know, look at taking what traditionally has worked and now look at what you know what today's market is requiring and somehow merging those, as opposed to just going all in, you know, to get every social account, you know, and go completely digital and spend a fortune. There's that's not. I don't think that's happening as much either. I think it's. I think it's a slow sort of introduction to it, and I think I can understand. I can understand why, if that makes sense. Yeah, I think you're right. It's a great. <laughs> it's it's the whole. Um, it's like you must be using all these tools uh, because you're now online. You're now a digital. You're now a, you know, digitality or whatever the the, mm-hmm. the, the, whatever the whatever the buzzword is. Well, actually, no, that's that's crap because. Um, it's no point doing that. It's not, for example, it's no point going on Twitter if none of your customers are on Twitter. Yeah. Uh, okay. That's that's a very black and white example, and it's and, and, you know obviously it's it's a it's a, it's a hugely kind of magnified example. But 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 why would, for example, uh, an online um, uh, let's take an example. Why would a travel agent that focuses on, uh, let's say, the over forty fives, the over fifties, which I'm not there yet, quite. Um, market who have got a bit of disposable income who who like the finer holidays the finer things in life why would they have um, a, a Twitter account that they were constantly pushing information out on if, if their particular market and their successful business model was that particular demographic will focus your attention on the quality of your site the quality of your service and the mechanisms and the channels that we know people who are who are in that demographic use they use tools. They, they use Facebook. They're on Facebook. Okay, connect to them on Facebook. Um, some of them are likely to be um, senior professionals. They're going to use LinkedIn. So make sure you have a LinkedIn page. And, and, and it's that kind of jumping both feet into the digital ocean without really considering and thinking about what's made you a successful business. And, and, and you said something there, Dave, when you were talking, Dave, about fear. You know this this fear, and, and that was again that was one of my points we were, we were talking about a little while ago. Is it's the, 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 there's only you know it's that saying the only thing to fear it's fear itself. You know that old saying that we were 
that, 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 that was kind of banged in on me when I was, when I was a kid. You know, you've got to give everything a go. Don't be scared of, don't be scared of being scared, you know. And, and you have to, if you're jumping both feet in, then yeah, you, 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 that's not scary, that's stupid. If, yeah. if, if you're confident and, and, you're, and you, you're, you're confident in your business and you're confident in what you're doing and you're confident in the way you communicate with your customers now, then take yeah. small, considered steps when you're going into the digital market and you will find more often than not and, and, and a lot more often than not that you'll be a success because you've got a fundamental, structured, well-run business underpinning your, underpinning your online space and underpinning your digital offering. That's this disconnect that I sometimes see between businesses not being ready to go online and failing online is fundamentally because their, their business isn't isn't set up correctly. Um, it's, it's, it's underlying bigger issues than just the bad design, badly designed website or something like that. It's um, yeah, it, it's a real it's a real it's it's a real problem, a real issue, and I think something that people tend to um, overlook when projects go wrong or when sites aren't as successful as they think they should be. You know, absolutely. I think when they when people when people try to do too much at once, and I think where a lot of these organisations do, they jump in on you know social media because it seems like it's a you know it's a free way of you know shouting about their services and their products, and it's uh, and, and wondering why they're not sort of getting results. You know. Equally, redesigning their website every three years, and you know the next—it's it's always you know the previous developer's fault. You know, we'll we'll, we'll just try something different. I think you're right. It's, it's, it's not because that's a common cycle. I see, Dave. You know, it's a it's a common thing where you know everyone gets excited as a new website, new developer, and it's going to be great. And then two years down the line, when they're not getting the results they wanted, because they never actually considered what 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 a good what a good outcome was. You know, what did they actually want from their website? Um, and did they necessarily put all the business functions in place to ensure that was, that was going to happen? Um, and it, it just, it's sometimes, I think you're right, it's getting that, uh, those business fundamentals right um, in the, and then sort of applying digital as the tools that they are as opposed to um, as a saviour of business in that sense. It's, gotta be, it's still got to be you know, embedded, surrounded by a good product or a good service. Um, and the fun, like you say, the fundamentals have got to be in place. Where do you think, um, so from, from an IA digital perspective, I mean, you guys are um, one of the fastest growing agencies outside of, of London right now. Um, and you've got this great reputation of just being, of being different, coming at things from a different angle. And, and uh, it's, it's, it's a really great sort of uh, agency you guys are building down there. What do you think that you guys do so differently that, that, that makes you guys stand out? Well, I'll send you the check in the post for that. That's very good, though. <laughs> Um, well, what do we do? Okay, I, I, it's interesting. I think there's a few there's a few things um, uh, which you would expect me to say. Um, so, so, so initially, the four directors. I'm one of the four directors. So we've um, known each other a long time, and uh, we used to work for a software company called Immediacy um, uh, about eight nine years ago, and we, we met there, and and we learned from the way that company uh, grew. Um, and developed and worked with customers how to do things and how not to do other things. And and I think we've kind of, uh, we, we've uncovered how much we learned through that experience as we've been growing the business here. Mm. And, and I think that we're not, um, we haven't gone into this, uh, you know, creating our digital and, and, and growing the business, we haven't gone into this na- naively thinking everything's roses and chocolates. And, and, and we, we've seen things that have been done 
really well in the past and we've seen things that have, have been done really badly and and I think um, that's definitely helped us initially grow the business we're not scared of saying no to work and and um, we uh, we do that quite quite regularly um, uh, not because we aren't in any way uh, grateful and thankful for, for, for customers and potential clients coming to us and asking us to do some work for them which we, which we get quite a lot um, but it comes back to one point you made Dave around um, looking at the clients and looking at their underlying business and seeing if they're ready to take the jump because it's no good us taking a project that might be worth I don't know £50,000 say um, uh, if um, the client isn't actually set up um, from a business perspective to, to accommodate the work to accommodate the outcomes and understands that uh, any project is complex and can have its its ups and downs. We had, the, we had an example a while ago where a client had a database of 40,000 people and um, was basically going to throw money at a new website because out of that 40,000 people, only 2,000 had um, bought from them a second time. So basically 38,000 30, people had only bought from them once and their solution was to build a nice new snazzy website and Great, yeah, we could we could have taken the money and built them a lovely, fantastic website. Um, but I went back to them and said, well, I think your money would be better spent on understanding why 38,000 people in your customer database are only buying from you once. Get that right, understand that, then you'd be in a better, better position to, to move into a more focused digital solution mode if you will so, so that's so that's another reason i think why we we grow it, it's kind of contradictory we're growing because we turn work down but 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 we're growing because we turn work down where we don't think we're going to help the client um we also turn work down where we don't think we're the right fit for them where we think that that they might be better off with a more um with a more brand-led agency um or a more or an agency that has more skills in a particular technology um, we don't try and take stuff on that we, we, we could undoubtedly do, but we'd cause problems. Um, we, we, we'd cause problems for each other there. And I, I think one of the other things is that we, do, um, we don't tell the line uh, within the digital space. So we don't just do what everybody else is doing. So um, uh, we, don't, we don't necessarily follow trends. We, we try and kind of set our own. Um, there's a great, there's a great. I'm a cricket fan. There was a great phrase from a cricketer who went over to play in the Indian Premier League, and uh, he was asked, "What did you learn over there?" And he said, "I learned one thing." He didn't play a game, but he said, "I, I learned one thing," and that was, um, I, I was, I was in a team that their whole mantra was, "Well, we don't follow trends; we set them." And you kind of think, "Okay, well, that's kind of what we do." We don't, we don't necessarily follow crowd. I mean, you know me, you know me, and the way I am personally, Dave, as well, and I do. Mm. I did challenge convention and, 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 and that's kind of endemic across the organisation. And we've had clients for 10 years, you know, we've had clients for 12 years who, stick, who are still with us. We've never lost a client ever and we've never lost a member of staff. And um, that's not because we're the same as everyone else. That's because we, be, we try and be different. Not because we, you know, we haven't got space hoppers around the office and that kind of stuff, you know. It's, it's, <laughs> you know, you know, you know, I'm sure... I'm sure some of the guys listening have gone, oh, they, you know, they get this architect, like the guys on W1A or um, 2012, you know, that ad agency there. We haven't got space up around the office. Or, uh, we, we, just, we just try and do things differently. We try and, and, and we believe that if we treat clients 
with respect and have honest conversations with them on all levels, whether it's from to the devs. No, absolutely. Yeah, can't respond to that in a really, really positive way, you know. You still there, Dave? Still there, Dave, yeah. Oh, I've, got a, I've got a little sign come up that says the connection's been lost, but it's obviously come back again. Lovely. Okay, well, just to, to, to wrap up, could you, if you had to sort of give um, uh, one piece of advice to sort of to the listeners um, today about where they should start, if they're going to start getting involved in digital and they start involved in the very beginning of their journey, what's the one bit of advice you'd give them if they need to, 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 to get off on the right footing? Blimey, crikey, Dave, that's a good question. That's the uh, the ultimate question. Where do we start? Just, just a, I, I would, a I would, simple bit of advice that uh, of what you'd do to, yeah. to get someone started. So I, I, would, I would take it, again, one of the threads of our conversation has been look at things you're doing well as a business. What are you, what are you doing really well as a business? And uh, by default, what you will find is you will identify what are you doing bad as a business, um, where do you think you could get stronger? Start off by focusing your digital uh, uh, attention on, for example, if you don't think you're communicating with your customers particularly well, then it might be an opportunity to use social media in a more effective way. Um, if you don't think, for example, you're showing the full value of your offering, um, focus on a website. So identify your strengths. By default, you identify your weaknesses as a business and then look to the right digital solution to address those, either collectively or on a step-by-step basis. That's fantastic. Brilliant. That's been really, really helpful, Dave. I really appreciate it. Where can, let, yeah, let people know where they can best find more about IA Digital and, and, and yourself as an individual, Dave. Oh, okay, okay. So we're um, uh, www.iadigital.com. Um, so yeah that's our that's our website which is soon going to be updated so we're actually going to practice what we preach and um, I'm on I'm on Twitter and um, my handle is at Dave uh, McRob Um, so that's at D-A-V-E M-C-R-O-B that's fantastic Um, I'll make sure I put a link in the show notes for that one but Dave it's been an absolute pleasure speaking to you today so really really appreciate it and um, I look forward to catching up with you guys very soon brilliant thanks Dave take care now Andrew thanks Sam bye bye bye